0: It's everything Queensland footy. Good ball football from the Brisbane Lions. Woo-hoo! That's
1: a big one for the Suns. This is back there.
0: Northern Exposure.
1: Back again for another week. Northern Exposure. Nick Davis, mm. Jack Fulham. We're deep in the middle of the year. We're f- nearly through this ridiculous run of buys. Oh, I'm, I'm I'm sick of it. I, I just want normal footy back. Jack, uh, how, are, how are, you? Are, you, are you? I
0: just want nine-game nine footy that tastes like oh, well, nine-game well, footy.
1: Absolutely. I mean, just... I feel yeah. like I'm being cheated of something here. Yeah,
0: yeah it is. A look, I do feel cheated, but at the same time, I'm so glad Thursday Night Football is back. Yeah,
1: big tick there. Yeah. Big tick there.
0: And look, if you're a sport lover, this week has got everything Oh, this is the best week of the year. We've got Ashes. We've got AFL. We've got State of Origin tomorrow night, which yes. is going to be a beauty.
1: Yes, we'll have Wimbledon kicking off pretty soon. And Tour de France. Tour de France.
0: So Wimbledon and Tour de France both kick off in the first week of July. So... Yep. Yeah.
1: Oh yeah. We'll throw, get through another week, But it's all right. We're we're entering the really good period right now.
0: Yeah. This is the winter sweet spot. Yeah, this is nice. Um, this is nice. And yeah, you combine that with an Ashes tour. Our boys over there in England, five yeah. 0 Let's go. You'd think so. You'd simply think so. Now, Jack. Um, before we sort of get under the way and review the weekend's games yeah. and look
1: ahead, there's an I elephant we're going to talk there, about. Oh, I don't actually know what the elephant we have got to talk mm. about is. But what I, what I do want to um <laughs> what I do want to get to is I want this uh this week to be maybe like. The show this week is going to be like a women's bathroom. It's going to be like a, um, like a aquatic national park, like a, um, like under nines football. Are you
0: going to say no, men's al- no men allowed?
1: Uh, no, actually, this is a tackle-free zone. Okay, that's we good. are not talking <laughs> about the tackle. We're not talking about it. I'm sick of it. It is ruining every podcast I listen to. I listen to the three or four podcasts a day, and I have to get through just ten minutes of mm. each host discussing where the tackle hey, well, is up.
0: I'm done with excuse it. Excuse my I'm French. We're getting to a point where we're fucking CSI-ing. Tackles. I'm done breaking them down frame yeah. by frame, and it's like I, I'd much rather look at how a bloke kicked a goal.
1: Exactly. Like yeah, <laughs> but we now I don't know. We're, we've got we're now taking away from the fun of the game. People are arguing mm. that maybe this is taking away. But i am right. Let, let's focus on the great stuff. The yep. goals are getting better. The marks are getting better, and yet we're dedicating a hard and fast, well, not fast, to the hard five ten minutes mm. on. The mechanics of tackling. So, if it's okay, it's the last time we say this word.
0: You know what? I'm sure you had appeared on AFL 360 yep. last night and had some interesting comments about players, you know, maybe using the new tackle rules to their yep. advantage and flopping a little bit. I was going to play that. You know what? Stewie's in the bin.
1: That's very respectful. Very yep. respectful and probably actually foreshadowing what we're going to get to later on. No more tackle yeah.
0: zone, yet. yeah. It, it, it has gotten to a a ridiculous stage and it, it is in danger of overtaking the game this year yeah. and, and there's been there's, there's so many good on-field storylines to talk about Look, I, I don't think the product has been this good for a long time
1: no I don't think uh, it's, uh, what it's doing is it's overshadowing thing, like amazing things mm. like the debut of Jasper Fletcher on oh. on Friday night,
0: fantastic and
1: possible goal of the year contender as well. That's oh. that's the stuff you want to celebrate. What a
0: start for the young man! And I love the jumper presentation from his father, Adrian, in the rooms. Um, Jasper said afterwards that he was you know close to tears. It just it's really beautiful stuff, and I love how the teams do the jumper presentations this year. Oh, not just this year, but in in recent years, and they film it and they get the a parent or, you know, loved one or, you know, respected ex-player. And, and they make a real tradition they, of it. And they change it up. They
1: don't just keep going down the same route. It was like the ex-player, but now it's, yeah, mm. it's someone close to them. And it gives, I think it's a great reminder for not just us as viewers mm. watching, but also for the players in the room there who can have that level of empathy with their team. Is, you know, you may have like a 250-gamer standing yeah. next to a first-gamer, but when you hear his father speak to him, you go, oh, you know what? That was me when I started. I, like... I have these moments where I, I I understand why I love playing the game again,
0: hundred yeah. percent. And so many ex-players that you know are out of the game now. Their first game was you know Thursday night. The coach just handed them a jumper and a brown paper bag and said, hey, "Here you go, congratulations, yeah. you're a player." And uh, I love that it's a ceremony now. I love that it's uh and they film and they put it on social media, and it's something that the players can cherish for a long time. Where they play one game or they can they play three hundred. Yeah, it was beautiful. And, you know, Jasper,
1: he did his job. He did his, he did his job really well. He'll you know he can push for selection, which I love mm-hmm. to see, which is, again, great for Chris Fagan going forward, going, hey, you know what? Because last, last year, uh, no, they, they blooded Darcy Wilmot mm-hmm. in the finals. And yep. no, he's just picked up a rising star this weekend. So the fact that they're young crop, and you know, look at Ashcroft, and he's, he's doing sensational things. And you, We knew we were going to get something special in Fletcher, maybe not Ashcroft levels, but certainly still in the conversation. Uh, he's a... Especially when the Lions are sort of looking at their selection for the back half of the year and go, to be able to inject youth into the game like that and have a special moment to sort of, you know, make it a milestone. Yeah, great. Yeah, uh, and, and it's it's a really positive thing for the club who, let's be honest, got the four points on Friday night. They did, did. what they had to do. It was it was ugly footy. I
0: was nowhere near their best performance, but even then they scored. You know, they're three points shy of hundred. You know, they scored ninety-seven. You know, thirteen, nineteen. They kicked a little bit straighter. They could have won by five or six goals quite easily. Mm. So, while we sit there and we expect more from the Lions, it wasn't exactly about bad effort. And Sydney are a plucky team. Uh, they've had they've got something to prove. They've been you know, beset by injury so far this year. They're not the side that they were when they went on that grand final run last year. But they certainly still have a lot of talent. And the Lions just needed to to get the job done, which is what they wanted to do. This is a crucial period that they enter of because it is. we've seen in years gone by that the best teams in the comp, your Geelongs, your Melbournes, Richmond from three, four years ago. This is when the real contenders start playing. They their get best on football. a run now, don't they? Yeah, they, they just
1: they, they sort it out. They get the magnets right, and then they get on their run.
0: If you're not hitting your best football within the next four weeks you're going to struggle to win a flag.
1: Well, I mean, look, uh, for those those playing or those who have played, you do know that the, the, the deep July is is the hardest time the, to play footy. The dog days of winter. Well, and that's the thing, because if you know that your season's sort of – Maybe on the line, or mm. maybe just those doubts creep in your head. and You start to think of the sunny months. You start to think of the end of the year. You just kind of want it done. Those demons do start to creep in. Yeah, I've, I've played in a team that I don't think's won a game in July for th- three years, and Jack, <laughs> you've been part of that as well. Mm. You just you see the finish line. So, you know, the lines can if they get through this month and starting on uh, starting this week against the Saints, which is fourth. We're so looking at match of the round here. It's a big game. It's a massive game. Well, the, the the Saints and got stunned by the Tigers and under the Richmond revival, mm-hmm. which I which I know you're absolutely and loving.
0: Oh, it's the Tigers are back. Uh, yep. They are yellow but and back, and they've been fantastic. The Saints they had a hot start to the year. Since then, they've gone win loss win loss win loss. So they lost last week. Yeah, they're on the wing. They're on the wind
1: They're wing. They're, they're, a pr- they're a pressure team. Like <clears> we know that they, they they can concede a score, but.
0: Yeah, this is, this, is, this is a toughie for the Lions. It, it is a danger game. It's. I'm kind of glad that it's not at the MCG. Oh, considering the Lions' yeah. recent record there. But I think like, I don't want to acknowledge it, but I have to. It's going to be a tough game against the Saints because yep. the Saints have been very good defensively this year. That's oh, Ross Lyon. They made quite a few lapses that I don't think Ross Lyon would be happy with in that game against Richmond. And I reckon their defensive structures would have been put up on the hoist during the week. You'd, you'd have to think so, yeah. yeah. So... You know, the lines of forwards are going to have their work cut out for them. But, you know, we know we've got the firepower down there.
1: Well, we do. And, and I, I liked, you know, uh, and we'll get to Gunston and Rich in a second. We didn't get a chance to touch on that last mm. week. But, you know, uh, bringing Kyle Loman into the side, he popped up with a couple of goals. So love the grug. So, uh, which, which, again, just strengthens that. He's been sensational at VFL level all year. So, I'm really glad that we can see him back in the side. Uh, Z- Zach Bailey, you know, he, he was only oh, a couple, but he was still dynamic.
0: So I think That was probably close to Zach Bailey's best game of the year. Yeah. It, it, he struggled for impact at times this year, and maybe that might just be a, the weight of superstars. But no, yeah. I, I agree with you. It probably is because he's not—he's not the first player
1: you think of as a go-to. <coughs> I don't think players deliberately go to Zach Bailey because he—well, sorry, yeah—because he finds his way to the footy. Yeah, he's not someone you're instantly looking for. But you know, we've seen in the past couple of years he's been that no—that real spark when the team needs it. So, yeah, um, twenty-six
0: touches on the weekend. Which would be close to a career high for Zach Bailey. And the two goals, three, if he'd kick straight. He spends uh, his life in the
1: forward half of the ground. So, yeah, that's a
0: lot. Could have been looking at a real three-voter if he'd kick straight. But not to be with Zach Bailey. Fantastic game for him. I thought Joey was good. Uh, Only the two goals, too. But he bobbed up. He had some really nice moments uh, as well, Joe Danaher. So, it's one of those things with Joe where we criticise his form. You know, especially earlier in the year, he really copped it. But, you know, he's kicked goals in just about every game. Um, even on his bad days, he tends to bob up and make some form of contribution. He never gets completely blanketed out of a game. Oh, no, and, and he
1: knows if he's not playing well in deep forward. He's got the smarts to move himself up the ground and find the footy. Yep. He gets his confidence up, up the ground. And that's when he becomes dangerous. And that's the thing. you know, he's, he's got so many goal-kicking options around him that I know Lions fans get... I, I think when he turned up to the club, people think he's going to kick five every week. And yes, he has that, the potential to do so. But it's unrealistic to expect that. Now, someone like Charlie Cameron, on the other hand, who I reckon uh, he would be priming
0: himself for this game.
1: Yep. Fast deck, under the roof at Marvel. Mm. Charlie could have an absolute field day if he gets away from his opponents.
0: He could. Yeah, so I'm really
1: excited by that.
0: Um, Dane Zorka to come back into the side. He Is missed, that a lock? Yeah, missed again against the Swans with a bit of soreness. Uh, I, I know, was worried about the if it, if it flying it, him down. If it was case. September, he probably would have played their game against the Swans, but... You know, Aging body, they don't want to take any chances with him, but you'd expect that he would come back in. Darcy Gardner was also out last week. Uh, I'm not sure if Darcy will come back into the side. And then that brings us to the... Well, the the elephants in the room down at Springfield. Yeah. Dan Rich and Jack Gunston. Yeah, so this this dropped after we recorded last week. It right? dropped on the Friday. Or was it the Thursday No, night? no, it, dro- it dropped it on the Thursday not night. on the Thursday, Thursday Fag- morning. Fag in front fronted the press on the Friday morning. Yeah. And... The narrative yeah. changed slightly.
1: You notice yeah. that? It was player-driven to start with, which mm. you know, I was all for at the time. And then Faggs sort of go, you know, well, well I, I've made that call, which made a bit more sense at the mm. end. But, you know, whoever started, that's probably not important because deep down I think both parties would have known. And it was it a was it, it was jump, jump will be pushed. but
0: It was funny. I heard two different opinions and, like, I listened to a lot of footy media and, and Lee Montagna, former Saints player... Yeah, he was on a, a rival... Well, he's on a, a Triple M podcast saying that he's never seen a you know, a veteran player walk into the coach's office and say, I don't think I should be playing. And then also heard Luke Hodge saying, hey, you'd be surprised how often these conversations happen where veteran blokes put their hand up and go, ah, oh, not quite right at the moment.
1: I think it's a... it's a, it's a, With an older player, I think it's different because you know the older you get in the game that... You, obviously, you're closer to your last game than you are your first, and you realise there's pressure coming up from underneath, and you want to do the right thing by the team. You don't mm. want to be that pl- like When you're younger, you don't have that security. Yep. Yeah, these these guys know when their careers mm. are going to end. They know how long they've got left, so they can. I think they have the liberty to go. And old player goes, "Oh, you know what? I could probably afford to take the week off." That's, and that's yeah. management. I'm not at my. And that's when they when they rest players and stuff. Uh, they go, "Oh no, they are managing a player." Mm. That same conversation's happening. These guys are just. If they are asking, they're just asking for a little bit more time. Hey, something's a bit more fundamentally off. I'm going to take more than a week here, so I, I don't read too much into it.
0: There is one thing that is clear: is that the Lions have a plan with both Rich and Gunston, and that plan is to have them doing a mini preseason. So they're going to spend the yeah, best ex- part ex- of ex- three. to, fo- to me. They're going to spend the best part of three to four weeks out, and you know, I've had it. Uh, I've heard it on a good account that they're out there on Saturday and Sunday. Getting absolutely flogged by the strength and conditioning staff. Yep. They are being put through a preseason to get fit, healthy, stronger. And, and it's one of those things that veteran players during the year, they just in the they are older. It takes them longer to recover. They can't actually put together good training weeks between matches. And uh, just by way of the amount of recovery it takes to be able to perform on the weekend. So. By going off and having a, a three to four week training block, they put in all the running, the strength and conditioning work without going out on Saturday, Sunday and, you know, copying the hits and being busted. Cause they're the going to take longer
1: to recover from these yeah, hits.
0: They are. So th- that's the plan with the lions. We've seen Geelong do it, you know, with Patrick Dangerfield last year. And that works very perfectly. We've seen, you know, clubs do it in the past. Look, I, I like the plan. I like the thinking behind it. And, Rich and Gunston come back in closer to finals time and they play, you know, basically they're setting themselves up for if the Lions make a grand final, an eight-game season. Checks out.
1: Yeah, is, is the, Has the conversation, in your opinion, been this way? Only because their form has been a bit off. Of so course. if we look at yeah. Dangerfield, oh, they're managing Dangerfield. He mm. might be a bit injury prone. They're going to give him some time. Mm. Well done. Protect their champions. Great thinking. Yeah. But because these two senior players have just been a bit off, and they've yeah. all of a sudden, oh, is this the right thing to do? Because all the, com- the conversations around it, oh, they should be going back to the VFL and finding form.
0: For an older player, it's... They know how to find the football. Of course
1: they do. Course, they've done this their, their whole lives. And Jack
0: Gunston's forgotten more about kicking goals than I'll know in my life. Daniel Rich knows more about kicking a football and
1: exiting 50. Yeah,
0: yeah, they don't. They are smart footballers. They wouldn't have hung around this long in the game if they didn't know how to find the footy, use the footy, and contribute to a football team. That's you know, they don't need to go to the VFL, it's, it, uh, it serves them no purpose. And,
1: and that's the thing, I think clubs. Uh, clubs at this point are trying to find any advantage they can and uh, let's say Dangerfield was a template last year now Port are being really strong in their decision making Ken, mm-hmm. Ken Hinkley keeping Jonas out of the side Their yeah. skipper because you know what you're not in our best 22 right now and yeah. your discipline has hurt us so yeah. earn your spot because everyone else is that's the hard edge and uh, you, now you, you have to be you have to be a bit more creative and look hypothetically, hypothetically we go forward mm. and the Lions do eventually win this premiership you look back and go, that was a stroke of genius. Yeah, that absolutely, was an absolute stroke. Because right now, yeah, you know, it, it, it's, it, it's a bit like maybe, maybe it's a bit like a game of rugby league or something mm. like that, where you know, you know, they're going to start the season strong, you know, they're going to finish strong, but take these, you can't play them the whole season. Take yep. them out for a bit, get someone else in there, get some fresh legs in there, develop that stock. Get, mm. You know, Loman's got to run, Fletcher's got to run right now. Now they've just got two more players who've added senior experience this year, and given the
0: veterans a bit of a rest, and. It just shows the evolution in football thinking, where once upon a time it, you had to have your best players out there, and if you weren't playing, every that, single game, yeah, even if they're busted, oh, you're still playing because he's a star. No, and, and I like that the thinking is evolving. Yeah, that you know, we're, if we're going to have you out there, we want you out there in the best nick, that where you can go and impact the game, and
1: and knowing, and also, but mentally in the best mm. nick too, because yep. if they're out there second guessing what they're mm. doing. That's not uh, that's not good for anyone. No, it isn't. Yeah, and th- and then that's when they must go. Maybe I am wasting a spot on this team right now. They could yeah. be going to someone who is you know, coming up and a lot younger and keener. I know I'm right. I no but right now I don't have this. So and I don't.
0: I, I don't hate it at all. And you look at the lines, and you look at the depth that they have at VFL level. You have you know absolute gun kids like Jasper Fletcher. You know, on most other lists in the competition, would have debuted in round one and yep. been a week in, week out player. There's so much quality in that VFL side. They can afford to cut. The, they've got the resources to cover for Rich and Gunston. So I think it's a good move. I'm happy with it.
1: Mm. I'm happy with it. Uh Hugh and McCluggage looks like he should be back this week, come back from that concussion. So look, the Lions are looking pretty much full strength. Did Jack Payne copped a bit of a knock throughout the game, didn't look 100% afterwards yeah it was
0: probably his worst game for the year a uh, few took di- a ripper of a mark yeah it did take a great mark few defensive lapses uh, yeah, he looked hampered, didn't he? He's like, he's had a massive. Year.
1: Again, maybe he's maybe he's due for management. I don't I, I don't know. And you know, Dara Joyce is possibly your option to come back in there. But you know, we'll we'll, we'll see how I, he goes. I
0: liked Dara Joyce earlier in the year. I thought he put together some really nice games. Well,
1: again, he's he's another chance because you know you look at big. They'll come up against big Maxi King, and you know, it, an, is is Payne or Andrews a better match up there in your
0: mind? I think Harris is the best matchup for King. More, that's more like-for-like like there. Yeah, like-for-like. Yeah. Like. Uh, Harris has got great closing speed. You know, he's good in the air. Uh, ben King... Uh, sorry, Max King's not going to outbody you one-on-one too often. Uh, and those are the forwards that Harris typically typically struggles with. Yeah. So he matches up better against Max. Uh, if Payne plays, you know, he'll sort of go to a Caminiti or... Um, they, geez, they've unearthed a few nice key forwards this year. The Saints too.
1: Yeah, well, uh, they're great. I, I love what they're doing on a Ross line, but uh, it <laughs> gives on. them uh, it gives them opportunity to open up an eight point gap. Yeah, there on the Saints as well. Mm. Look, I, I, I strongly believe the Lions they will be top four. I, I still don't. I'm, I'm, my position hasn't quite changed. Mm. that They'll sneak in that top two. I still think they're three or four. Um, but yeah, th- this gives them a, a great opportunity here. Mm. Um, I know we have to do this point where we. Uh, Switch to the Gold Coast Suns. Is uh, the there anything else you want to you want to sign off on uh, uh, on the
0: Lions? Uh, just talking about the Lions, I look if Dara Joyce and uh, if it's a selection toss up between Dara Joyce and Darcy Gardner, I, I'm actually leaning to the point where I'd rather have Dara Joyce in the side. It sounds a little bit controversial, but you know Darcy injury struggles has come back in. Pff, well below what we've seen from Darcy Gardner in the past, and oh, look, I'd be rolling with Dara Joyce out there uh, as one of your key defenders. Well, now's the time.
1: That's the, now's the time that they, they ha- we talk about the run you have to get them out. That have to get you have to know what your best twenty two is. Yeah, probably at this point of the season, and only yeah. make minor tweaks. So yeah, you need to have it penciled in by you know, round nineteen, round twenty. And and oh, look, uh, uh, he's been a. We've talked about this many times on the podcast. He's, he's been a mainstay of the team, but uh, much like, uh, much like maybe like a Jared Lyons, sometimes you just—it's almost like your your cycle's just off at the wrong time. Yeah, you just you came good at you're, you're playing your best football just at the wrong time, and that, that sometimes happens in footy. So, I, I think letting, getting more time into Darren Joyce, I agree with you, is the um is the way to go. All right, right.
0: hit the halfway point, and we have to uh, we have to do the unfortunate thing. <music>
1: Yeah, that, that made me a bit happier. I'm gonna I, yeah.
0: consult our in-house sound designer, sound producer, and get a sad trumpet. We're a sad trumpet, a happy br- br- instrument. Maybe like yeah. a, a
1: bugle, like a wartime trench a, bugle or something a like clarinet. that. Clarinet. Well, uh, I mean, I, I won't lead. I won't lead the witness here, but um, I, I do. I do this exercise sometimes in in these development workshops, and you work out if towards the one you care most about, your loved one, if you are. Inward facing or outward facing? Are you, are you positive or negative towards this thing you love? And when in this case, uh, there's the Gold Coast Suns. Now, last week, Jack, I was, um, I was inward facing. I, w- I was positive towards the Suns. Mm-hmm. And it depends on a 50-50 situation. And if the question is the Gold Coast Suns making finals and going forward, are you inward
0: facing or are you outward facing? Ooh. Uh, <laughs> that's a really tough one. Still inward facing. Still inward facing. That's nice. I still it's have nice. faith in the Suns. Still I still there. have belief <laughs> in that Yeah, that age old saying that, you know, uh, a a broken clock will still be right twice a day. Yes. Yeah. Well, call me a broken clock because I will be right when the Suns eventually make finals. If I just keep saying it, I'll, I'll just, for however long it takes. Let's manifest this. <laughs> manifest <laughs> the Suns well, into finals. Uh, we're going to manifest the Suns into finals and it might take... Uh, to be honest, I might die before it happens. Who knows? Who knows? The performance on the weekend yes. was garbage.
1: The funny thing is, I um, when you messaged me, just the vomit emoji <laughs> next to the word <laughs> sons, I knew it wasn't great. And I, I, I checked the AFL mm. update, and first thing I saw was two goals six in that first term. Oh, I actually didn't look. I didn't actually see this like the icon of the second
0: quarter. Mm. But I seeing that two goals six, I went, oh, this this can't be. This can't be good. They and kicked the first two goals of the game, and they dominated that first quarter. Arguably, should have been further in front. And then they turned the switch off. They uh, went to slow. They went home. They did at a quarter time.
1: Oh, they were the run around. And got how good is this? Mm. Uh, MCG, we're firing. Yeah, we're a bit inaccurate. That's all right. Turn it off. I think uh, for all the crap Carlton has copped, they were a good side in the first few weeks of the season. They weren't as bad as they had no, they been. Not as bad. They're just a team that was playing badly, and eventually, under the pressure, that was due to change. And just I don't know, Sam Walsh played himself back into the form. The, the Kieran Mackay was sticking, but to not give Paddy Cripps, who has been tagged out of games all season, yeah. to not give him the time and effort and energy that he deserved. Yeah, it was just it was such a miss by the Suns. <laughs> Get, Maybe a little that, bit that, arrogant. That, that's a, that's a, like, a straight-up job for a Holman or someone like that. But that was that, that was a big miss by the Suns, and that's... Yeah, it was. That, that troubled me.
0: And the way that this Carlton, who have struggled to move the ball over the last eight weeks, have struggled to score, the way that they were allowed, especially in oh, that second quarter, ease. to just move the ball through the middle of the ground with absolute ease. And we're looking at a team over the last four weeks has gone seven goals six goals six goals six goals across the course of matches
1: to do it four in four quarter, quarters yep.
0: and then to have that team kick nine on you in a quarter was
1: it about a 12 is, goal run in the end
0: yeah it, it was just abysmal so like, it's one of those things where part, like the sick little part of my brain goes oh it's
1: good for footy I'm like, yeah but it's not it's not that's
0: not no and that was a team that was down and out Carlton they've been battered from pillar to post they lost big games their season's pretty much done yeah, even with that win over oh, yeah, the Suns, no, no, it would be a miracle. no one except
1: Carlton fans wanted them to yeah. win. Like the footy world was like, yeah. "Oh, come on, guys, hope you can get up here." No, no one's actually to my point about being good for footy. No one's mm. actually celebrating that. People are happy about the Tigers. Yeah, that's a nice little revival. But no one's happy about this.
0: Yeah, and the Suns blew it. They blew their golden opportunity. And as we've said so many times in the past, when the Suns lose, God, they have a, so many passengers. They do. They have eight or nine blokes where you go, where you are actually you you raise your eyebrows to learn that they even took the field, because the, they they just go disappearing. Um, yeah, a really disappointing performance. Uh, Stewie Jew post match, he was just willing to write it off as a as a one off. It was, been off the bat. Yeah, because it's the a shame. it puts
1: pressure back on Stewie Jew. The pressure that had gone off him, and mm. I don't know. No, it's still way too early to speculate. Most media love the coaching merry-go-round story, but mm. even there would be a part of Stuart going, oh, shit, here we go. Here yeah. we go again. Well, it was a nice little, nice little period there. Yeah. It plays into the Suns off the bye narrative, and I know, like, a lot of teams this year have not won coming back from the bye. Mm. But, it, again, we, we've, we've talked about,
0: no, having... We, we, we've seen this film before. We have. Um I will say, though, in years gone by, the Suns usually put on one or two good performances. Like last year, they put on a couple of good performances post by, mm. and lost in close games, and then the season slipped away from there.
1: Yeah, they're, they're a better team now. They're not. They're, I don't see them losing those close games where they were brave. Less I'm, brave performances.
0: I'm hoping that this is the wake-up call. This is the spark plug that goes, okay, we're a good team when we put it together and the effort's there, but if we're 10% off... Yeah, you know, Carlton beat us by fifty or sixty. It's uh, the Suns need to be at their best every time. Yeah, to to compete in this league, and that,
1: and that is the difference between between the good sides. Yep. And uh, unfortunately, it's it's the first time where I've gone. I wish Tuke was out there. Yeah, they, they they needed his leadership. They needed his experience in the center of the middle. The center of the middle. Yeah. They, but no. anyway, he it, he's still about three weeks away. He's just back running at the moment, but
0: and it's also that thing it's like this is their only trip to the MCG this year. Like bad there would it be, taste in the there mouth, would doesn't be it? so many pl- there's so many kids on that list that have maybe you know never played what well, either never played at the MCG before or only played one or two games that that to go to the home of football the Coliseum, and have that opportunity that you only get once a year when unless the you, gu- you, the you goal go back son and Trump He gets to play at the MCG yeah, yeah, exactly that? like jesus uh, and they're just not up for it. Um, and It's disappointing. And the hordes of loyal Gold Coast supporters. Oh, yeah, the tens. <laughs> <laughs> the tens of fans. It was... Was the Suns drummer there? Uh, I believe I did see the Suns drummer. Okay. Full disclosure, I didn't actually watch the you know, first three quarters of the game. I was actually out to lunch uh, for a family birthday. And uh, my partner Sarah, who knows that I like the Suns, you know, she was spying me no, checking you, the scores during, partial, the, yeah. during the during uh, the the first quarter, and then I got to about halfway through the second quarter, and the phone stopped, stopped mm-hmm. coming out of the pocket. <laughs> yeah, it just went in, and it was cool in the beginning. The mood all changed. Yep, it did, and the Suns were chewed up yeah. and spat no, out by, bird a,
1: and honestly, burnt off stage. <laughs>
0: They were booed off stage. They were awful. Hopefully, it is not going to be a sign of things to come. They've got Hawthorne this week on yeah, Sunday. So let, let, let's down turn our at tent Heri- Down at Heritage Bank Stadium, and it's a really winnable game. Isn't it? Uh, Hawthorne aren't a powerhouse by any means of the equation. Still missing Sicily. Yep, Sicily out for the next couple of weeks. Hawthorne are coming off the bye, so yeah, potentially they could be a little bit flat. The Suns, they win. They go back to 7 and 7, and they're still in the equation. They are. Look. The, the gap between sort of 5th in St Kilda and 14th in Carlton, I don't think the gap between 5th and 14th has ever been this slight in the history of the AFL. It's, like it's a lot of teams. It's in an any given Sunday league,
1: and that's and that's the thing. It, it is turning up and getting the game right on the day. But my um, my concern is, and especially after a loss like that, their percentage is just taking a further dive. And we've yeah. always known that was an issue with the Gold Coast Suns. I think we celebrated last mm-hmm. year being over a hundred percent. And for those not following, that is scoring more points than against, mm-hmm. uh, dipping down to ninety two percent. So the difference between them and Adelaide is twenty two percent at the moment. So yeah, when it comes down to it, like it, it's not that. Their ability, to, their, score, to, not their ability to this not their ability score but and that's in getting like, getting blown off the park yeah that do, doesn't help there doesn't help but it's okay as i said we we move forward bad news for um uh, Joel Jeffrey who's um suffered a stress reaction in his foot so yeah had, I mean, I 6 saw that. 6 8 weeks there which is a shame because no, he, he worked so hard to get his way into the side and He's had a stunted run at it
0: this year, yeah. uh, Joel Jeffrey. We we saw him you know, tear apart a few games last year. We saw him kick that five down there at Ballarat where you go, geez, this bloke is going to be... A- you know how talented he is. He's got so much talent. He, he's a rough diamond at the moment. So hopefully that he will, Was it six to eight weeks? So you're sort of looking at round 22, 23 territories before he can make a run at the senior side. So, yeah, hopefully he can... Know, put in a really good recovery, come back from that one a little bit early and push for selection, it's hopefully a, in the Suns' first ever final season. You'd hope so. It's a, it's a really tough block, though, coming up for the Suns
1: after this because within there they've got Port, they've got mm. uh, Collingwood, they, they've got the Lions, got a plucky GWS side. Mm. They've got a, an easy last three games, Yep, but you can't, you, uh, as you said, between 5th and 14th, you cannot rely on that. Mm. So going to be a tough block, and it starts, it starts against the Hawks this weekend. Um, just quickly, Lockie Weller looks like he's going to return. Got to get through a Thursday's
0: session, though. That's going to be big. He was very important, he, and he sort of was one of those catalysts for turning around the Sun season. Uh, played His last game was that game down at against Richmond at Marvel Stadium where they went... Jess, that was a while back. <laughs> yeah, that was a while yeah. back, but they went down there and knocked off the Tigers, and he played a fantastic game. So... Uh, Lockie Weller, he's an important piece of the puzzle for the Suns. They get him back. Our Took is still a while away with the knee. Yeah, he's back running, but probably another you know five to six weeks away. Can't yeah,
1: can't can't think about it right now. Could it
0: could be a blessing though. They get to
1: well, we've seen what it's done. We've seen yeah, what his absence has done for the midfielders mm. in this team.
0: And, and and that was the thing. Like it was probably Matt Rowe's worst game. In the time that Took Miller's been off, doesn't like the no, grass. Doesn't like the grass. Doesn't like the grass there. Maybe a few too many pesticides. or it's tough
1: to say. I think they'd be a pretty preserved in well, the end. Maybe MCF? it's just because the, gr- it, the grass is it. too well worn. Well, maybe it's too well worn. I don't know. Maybe mm. there's still something left over from Ed, when Ed Sheeran played. It's tough to tell. It's yeah. tough to tell. But maybe it's so large they preserved I don't know. I don't know. But our, our, our man didn't like the turf.
0: No, he That's
1: didn't. Okay. Uh, no, but was he's back on his favourite paddock now.
0: He is. He's back at Metricon where he we, chews it up. Yes, he loves it. <laughs> he loves it down there. So, look, let's write it off as a yeah, as a no, one just, off. We're done, we'll move. It was by... Do Queensland teams have a problem with the buy? Is winter too friendly in Queensland that these teams they get a week off, they go and sit by the beach, they relax, they're out of the football spotlight. Well, well, they that, you, they completely switch off and they find it hard to switch back on.
1: Well, it's it's funny, I. I... You, you and I both lived down in Victoria when we were young, and down mm. down Melbourne Way. And when you're down there, as we've spoken about many times, it's it's grey, it's shit. You get and you just try and get through it. But for those who are able to, mm. they look forward to the. Uh, they need that summer. They need that you no know, sunshine holiday in the middle of the year. Yeah. They you know, the rich ones were booking flights to Bali, or they're off. Are they to go to the a nurse or something like that? Or the Gold but Coast, they look. Yeah. But that they look to that as their recharge and they yeah. come back recharged from it. I was even like, you know, it was about six degrees this morning mm. but it was still beautiful sunshine. Yeah. Maybe maybe we do have it a bit too good. Maybe yeah. like that, no, you don't, the buy is just a rest. It's yeah. not something that you actually look for a bit of recharge for. Yeah. I mean, I mean <laughs> we live in southeast Queensland. Where do you go? Yeah. We, unless you're someone who really needs to get back to their hometown. Where do you go? What do you look forward to?
0: So... Yeah, uh, you might actually be onto something there. Yeah, uh, I don't, I don't mind that at all. And look, the, the Suns haven't been a great football side. Well, full stop. Much yeah. Ever, oh. <laughs> but said that and, and they have straggled off the buy for pretty much their whole existence as a football club. The Lions in the Fagan era, and we're circling the last five years, have been terrible off the buy as mm. well. I, I don't know. Maybe maybe we give it to next year and go. Do Queensland teams have a problem with the buy? Uh, might get to swamp onto it, but it's definitely food for thought. Uh, there'll be some data there. There'll be
1: some data there. So the Lions facing the Saints, Friday night footy. I love that. Again, love huge this, game.
0: Huge game down there footy. at Marvel.
1: And then, oh, it's a, the it's a Sunday game. It's the it's the Sun's favourite slot, like 4.40 on a Sunday afternoon down at, oh down right. at Heritage Bay. It Bank. is the
0: Sun special. Yeah.
1: And look, they'll pl- hopefully they'll play. They're just gritty, greasy, scrappy footy. I mm-hmm. get back to their Sun's Winning ways. Their and, son's mantra. And then I'll play play the trumpet, Jack. Bring it back. Like hit me the trumpet. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> All right, now, now I feel better. Okay, I'm I'm happier about that. We're back. I'm, I'm, we're back. We're back, baby. Uh, anything before we go? Before no, we wrap let's up. It up. Oh, let's wrap it up. <laughs> wrap it up. There we go. We've moved past the bad stuff into the good pastures. We're starting our run to finals now. Let's go. I'm Nick. This is Jack. It's North Exposure. Why's me? You've just been exposed.